just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them, you thank them. I mean, really, people, I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie, you. Stephanie, you just cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. Hello, hello. What's going on? And welcome back to the A Show, episode 77 with the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. Meals, what a wild weekend you had. I'm I'm very happy to see that you are back. You are surviving. What's going on, brother? All right. So I had a random thought in my head today. What, what's that? All right. So I was like, you know, new WWE champion, but I was going back at like how all the old championship belts look and... Yo, why did they have that spinner belt for so goddamn long? <laughs> because it was John Cena's era. Like, it, it legitimately, but like, so there was a whole period, like maybe like eight months, nine months, 10 months, whatever, where John Cena wasn't on the brand with that belt. And that belt still looked like that belt. And I'm just like, I was thinking about it. I was like, yo, they really had that ugly ass belt for like seven years before they decided to change it. And it's That's like, it looks like it. That was the spinner era. Come on, it's not even well, a classic. It, it stopped spinning. It stopped spinning. It, it stopped well, spinning. and like that don't make it look any less gaudy. Like I'm legitimately looking at the belt now. I'm like, yo, we really had it. This is why I don't remember anything from 2005 to 2011 because it's like, look at that ugly ass belt. But otherwise, I'm fine. I'm great. WrestleMania weekend was great. I have to, you know. Give a bladed happy birthday to you, my friend. Yes, um, yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, another year older. Um, yes. Glad you could you could live long enough to see a black champion. We were in this era. Um, uh, so, oh, I've, listen, man, I've and, seen black champions before. Like, what the fuck is going on? Have we? Have we? All right. Yeah, yeah it's, we've seen black champions, bro. Well, well, every, no one's gonna mistake this this time. There will be no dispute this time. But I'm I'm glad to see you here. Um, how was Vegas? Uh, Vegas was insane. It was very interesting, and uh, and we'll we'll get to your experiences um, about this weekend as well. But I had to watch everything kind of like on a delay almost. Uh, so I watched Takeover. We got to Vegas at, um, and obviously I'm on the West Coast. We got to Vegas at like at nine. So Takeover had already ended, and I told you like I haven't been on Twitter or Instagram all day <laughs> because I wasn't trying to get spoiled. So I had. I, it, it was crazy. Like you would see, like there's a there's a section of of the day where I didn't say anything at all on on any social network at all, and while we were driving up, so I had to watch. I, I watched um, a little bit of Takeover, uh, but when we got there, then we went to go see a movie. Then I came back and I tried to watch the rest of it. Eric had got in later that night, so when Eric got in, I was like, okay, I'm just gonna give up. I got to the main event and that was it. So I watched the main event the next morning, and uh, so I, I had to watch Takeover kind of in two parts, actually three parts, uh, on Friday and Saturday. But ma- uh, when I watched uh, WrestleMania, the hotel uh, wireless fucked up. So around, I didn't actually get to see the, the Andre 
Battle Royal well, as it happened, which all right, well, I didn't miss much. No, it's not a big loss, you know. It, but you I, know. I missed a little bit of, of Rollins Brock, so I had to go back and watch that and then like speed up to where everybody else was because I didn't actually get to see Seth win the title in, in real time because the, the, the actual internet at the hotel messed up. But I actually, I actually got it uh, working, and from that match on, I got to see everything. Well, you know what? Listen, we've had we we had a jam packed weekend of professional wrestling, and I feel like well, we at least felt like listen. There's so much to talk about episode. It's so much to talk about on this episode today. We could not do it alone. Yes. So we have brought on our comrade, our, our spot callers, and in, in, in kind um, fellow third 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 head on the announcer table. Let's, let's talk about that. Um, Cyrus, what's up, man? <laughs> That was, that was a weird intro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. I'm here. Uh, Listen, please, I could have gave you, know. you a much worse intro, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. it. So uh, that, Cyrus, that was the equivalent of Cyrus putting the question mark reaction on Slack. <laughs> is, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm the third man on the announce table. Uh, yeah. Yo, listen, don't be the fourth man like Tom Phillips was that one time. Remember when they hired Morrow and, yeah. and they would just have Tom Phillips sit <laughs> at the end had- of the table? <laughs> They had that desk loaded for no reason. Yeah, my man but, would just sit there to like talk about Snickers commercials and run back to Monday Night <laughs> Raw or something like that. You live legitimately at the end of the table. But you're here, man. Wait, first of all, yeah, how are things with you? Uh, well, in terms of WrestleMania weekend, you know, I had to keep my eyes on all, all the indie stuff for spot callers just in case we have to watch that next year. Um, as far as all the WWE uh, events and stuff just insanity uh i also had problems like j5 uh trying to watch takeover um i i got off of work at like seven and the show was already starting yep. <laughs> so like i'm watching it in the uber and like the uber just like hits the highway and then my my stream just stops <laughs> yeah. and i'm just like oh well i guess uh, i guess i can't watch anymore and then like uh i got i finally got home and like uh I missed the tag match, and by the time I got home, uh, it was uh, the women's uh, the women's match, and I had to like go back and watch all of that. And I think uh, the same thing happened for Mania too. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm glad. I'm so, it's, I think jitternet. it's the jitternet. It, it, I mean, <laughs> the jitternet. That is hilarious. Oh my well, god! For, uh, well, for Mania. Uh, I I walked for the Pride Parade. Uh, you know, shout out to all the LGBT, AQ, you know, all of that. Uh, I walked for the Pride Parade, and I miss um, I missed the kickoff, so I missed Tony Nese and uh, Buddy Murphy. But I watched it earlier today just to well, get listen, caught. Listen, you missed it for a good cause. Shout out to everyone in the community, especially everyone who listens to this podcast, and everyone you know, just you just support them all over. But. Yeah, it's been a crazy weekend, man. Like, and and it's just so much news, and it's so much stuff to go over. Yes, we're we're um, actually gonna tr- like uh, kind of, I'd say like uh, minimize a lot of the the show review stuff because there is a, there is yeah. a big event happening next week uh, on both shows. Um, but before we start into No Holds Bar, very short No Holds Bar uh, segment this week. How was Wale Mania for you, Mills? So. Wally Mania, the, the first stop on the road to WrestleMania <laughs> this weekend for me. Um, 
Well, in Mania was pretty damn good, man. I, 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 I can't, this was my first time. Everyone, they've apparently had it for five years. I'm saying five, apparently for five years. They have had it for five years. Um, I just have never went because it's never been in New York City and I've never gone to WrestleMania. And this year was no different. I did not go to WrestleMania. Um, but Wale Mania was an experience itself, a very great experience, a very colorful experience. Um, I want to give a shout out to Emilio and Kaz, who kind of made me feel really, really at home, especially like greeting me as I walked in, you know, you know, asked if I was okay with everything. Um, I, I met a lot of cool people. I met Stat Guy Greg for the first time. So shout out to Stat Guy Greg. Um, I'm you know, so sorry, Greg, that I wasn't there. He, he texted me like, yo, your presence was needed here and i was like i know damn was not not enough shit he had a great time with you and he was just like you know like he said that you know me and me and meals we, we need to have you know mm-hmm. be there in full force you know I, I, you know what it was go ahead go ahead cyrus it, it, it happened to me too uh for survivor series last year you know, we were supposed to go to Survivor Series, hit up take All right. Oh, so this is the thing. Okay. All right. Yeah. They are like flaking on people. I have developed a, I have developed a, a, uh, a bad reputation. A, a, a the yeah. I'm, I'm developed a gimmick, huh? Um, yeah. listen, the flaker, <laughs> flaker J5. Um, Tampa. <laughs> Tampa. That RC okay. house tweet. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Listen, it's on the show from last week. He got to go to Tampa now. I don't care if WrestleMania 37 is in LA. <laughs> You're going to Tampa. <laughs> well, here's the thing about that. Like, Mills is like, give yourself another excuse to, uh, to not go to Tampa. Because I'm like, oh, you're going gonna to be here anyway. They come to LA. Why am I going to go? They're coming. They pulling up to me. Why would I? <laughs> I'm going to. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to be in Tampa, man. I'm going to Okay. Okay. All right. right. No cap on this app. But um, listen, Wally Mania was fired. You know what? The best part for me was it of it all. And, you know, the interviews are fired. Shout out to Ricochet and Leo Rush and Booker T and and just the moment with Kofi Kingston in the new day that kind of just felt like a moment when you're actually there. But a lot of it was meeting all the cool guys like, you know, being in the same room, shout to shout to Kristen, shout out to you know Rob, Ugly New York, and Nell from Forecast and things like that. Like shout out to I'm at Black Announce Table. Shout out to him, hilarious. He was trying to bag Charlie Caruso, incredible. Um, wow. I met shout out to Manny. Remember Manny from the chat that you? Kicked, <laughs> that oh man, what's up? Hey, I love Manny. I love hey, Manny. You can't say that out loud. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Listen, that that situation is I, I put it like this. It was a situation where it was like <laughs> Manny you know, Manny has a good heart. I'll there, say there that. Are very, there are very I fuck with Manny. Here's my thing. I don't not fuck with him. Here's the thing. There was there was a situation where it was like, if we were to put it in wrestling terms, it's like there are there's a there's an unspoken rule in a in a group chat where it's like, yo, if if you're gonna like bring up like older older information, older news, like just you know, scroll up. Before you do it, it's the only rule yeah. that we have in that chat. And he well, was a repeat offender. I understand. Offender. So I, had, I you know, we we had the wrestle court. <laughs> yeah, we had we had the wrestle chat court, and you know, it, it just happened to be that way. 
the the door is definitely open if the time comes for him to come back. Like, <laughs> Yo, like, he, he actually <laughs> he just has his release and he's on to doing better in his future endeavors. Well, listen, yeah. hanging out with him. Shout out to Van Ridge. Shout out to Evan. He's cool. Shout out to everyone I met at you know Wally Mania. The energy was incredible. Did anybody uh, try, try? Did anybody try you? Anybody try and fight you? No, actually, no fights <laughs> at Wally Mania. <laughs> No fights at Wale Mania, bro. Uh, who, who else did I see there? I saw, um, oh, all the all the guys that were there. Okay, so Cedric Alexander was there. Cedric <laughs> and VIP not fighting. Um, not fighting. Not fighting at all. Cedric Alexander was there. Crime Time was there. Um, not fighting. Not fighting. Um, Queen Charmel, Booker T. Who else was there? I think Killian Dane pulled up. <laughs> Random. Random. Fire. Luke Harper pulled up. Killian uh, Dane. Fire. Killian Dane pulled up wearing some Burberry. That's what's up. <laughs> Chris Masters, <laughs> the masterpiece Chris Masters. What was there? That? Was he working with it? Like, no, he just showed up. And he, he, just show, <laughs> he just showed up and got the hugest pop ever. Like, people were like, oh shit, it's Chris Masters. My man strolled on stage and was just like, yeah, I'm Chris Masters. I, he, he could tell he knew he was what room he was in. Yeah. Um, uh, huh. I gotta get um, Corey. Corey Graves showed up and dropped a bomb, a little fabulous bomb. There we go. Um, shout to Vic, Vic Joseph, who I said strolled on stage looking like an SNL writer. <laughs> My man, I was legitimately like, yo, just very cash with his. But he looked like he had a great time. He looked like he's a great guy. He looks like he's a great time. Um, and just a lot of different color. I think I saw Maxine from impact which like i had double take i was like yo she was a dime she was dimed up listen my heart my heart would have stopped i looked at her and i was like i did that look like you weren't popular but i know who you are oh my lord wow (laughs) that's how my look was but i think she knows that look because i felt like she's gotten that before that like, like you I know you bad was, and not be famous. You were right. <laughs> well, no, I'm gonna say that I ain't got no wee game like that. But like, <laughs> oh <laughs> wow, oh man. All right, let's let's. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that'd been wild if I said that. Yo, to the show. Let's, let's get to the show. Let's get the. It was, an, it was an eventful weekend. Let's run through no holes barred. Um, First shout to Wale Mania though. Shout out to Wale also, who gave me a lot of shit for not going also. So you guys aren't the only one. Wale was there. Didn't get to meet Wale, but, you know, it was a, the, the, <laughs> uh, it was the sea of humanity, as they would say in WWE on stage. I wasn't able to get on stage at all. Oh, we oh, if I was there, we would have pulled up. We oh, done. of course. Of course. We, we would have been on stage. Bo- right. Boss N-word discount. Ah! Uh, <laughs> first off. WWE Hall of Fame, uh, an event I did not watch <laughs> over the weekend. I didn't watch you. Watch <laughs> literally, me and Jamal were out doing something else. <laughs> That's uh, all I can say. But oh, shout out to Jamal too, who accompanied right. me all weekend. That's why I want to give a shout out to as well. Big shout um, out to Jamal. We we love Jamal. You. It's incredible. We love right. you, man. We love you, bro. We love you on this side, and we love you on spot callers, man. Uh, shout out to him. Definitely, he's, he's a guy that's done a lot for us. I mean, it wouldn't be a spot callers uh, episode two if it wasn't for him. Um, <laughs> Our second episode. <laughs> uh, Bret Hart was giving his induction speech, and he was attacked. By an uh, well, he's now named Jamaican apparently, uh, a white Jamaican. He then uh, effectively got duffed out by about half the roster, men and female. 
how did y'all feel about seeing this guy just get his ass whipped for about three good minutes as he walked out, just getting tagged by literally everybody that he could I, on the way I out? I thought it was out of pocket. Like, everybody was swinging. <laughs> I thought it was great for the camaraderie of professional wrestling. It's like, yo. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just like everyone just sort of stepped in. First of all, you look at the clip slow motion. You see that Natalia tries to save Brett. <laughs> Oh yeah, in, she does. Midst, oh, yeah. in the midst of this, but also gets you know tagged down as well. But then the guys come in and they start. And then who who is it? It's Ronda Rousey's husband, Travis Brown, coming in, laying the hands. I think Steve Carino as well, getting some hands in. Dash Wilder. Now that's a man who got Ooh. the the exclamation <laughs> point at the end of the he statement. Was one of the most, this is what I'm referencing when he's walking away. Dash is just, like that last punch was so unnecessary. You know, he's yeah. done this before. You could tell. Because <laughs> then he played it off like, uh, like I, I, I ain't touch him. I ain't Yo, I ain't, he's done this before. He's done this before. Let, let me get a hit in. Listen, but, uh, but, but uh, how could you, Brooklyn, how could you embarrass me by attacking Bret Hart? It literally has never happened at any other <laughs> Hall of Fame event. That's what I'm um, saying. It's, it's it's like... Uh, but it's, I think it's the way they had it set up, too. It's the ring. It was a weird mm-hmm. setup with the ring this year. You know, I talked about it a little bit last week because they had, you know, you had that day over day layover between NXT and Monday Night Raw or two days at least. So it's kind of like... What do we do here? Am I really going to take down the ring to put it back up? So <laughs> they literally just set up the Hall of Fame around the ring. And that's kind of what happened. But you know what? I hope Bret Hart's okay. I hope he, you know, well, he's he fine. He, so he did tweet uh, later on in the weekend or at the end of the weekend that he was, uh, you know, he was fine. And, you know, he thanked everybody for uh, fucking with the speech. And I got to say, like, you know. It looked like it was a it was a good speech. I didn't watch any other show, so I'm, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, I heard it was really I good. I heard it was good. I heard, uh, uh, I heard DX speech was really nice. Yeah, I, I, I saw the highlights. They they said the pain shots, one. but whatever. It's it's okay if someone else does the shots, but if if they, if they're to be does the shots, no, it's not okay. Mm. <laughs> Crazy, right? Wow. Crazy how media works. Uh, next up, AJ Styles uh, is reportedly out with a hip injury that he sustained at WrestleMania. Uh, he was taken off the show, uh, pretty much every show this week. Uh, he wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. Uh, it wasn't that access either, which I would have been tight. wasn't access, but you did get Kofi on that next day uh, who was there and, and did. He did actually get a really good re- reception and, and, a, and a, good, uh, a good reaction from the crowd. Um, w- very weird to have her access on a Monday too, right? First of all, I went to Access. Yeah. <laughs> I also went to Access. Um, I didn't pick a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick a good time, to be honest with you. I should be more prepared. Um, Who was that, Zack Ryder? So, no. So, um, <laughs> we didn't. We were trying to get VIP tickets, but you know how Ticketmaster does me. They don't like me. So, we got regular, you know, regular, the broke boy tickets. Um <laughs> so you know we're just walking around they're doing signings i think who was there when we did the signing so there was um i thought they typo jimmy uso but apparently there is a wrestler named jenny who, who yeah. wrestles for nxt like, UK. Oh, don't, don't, don't don't disrespect my homie dog I, I didn't I, I didn't know who she was um jenny was there sarah logan um devon dudley um <laughs> Wow. So you know where this is going. The, yeah. the only high-profile one that was available at the time was Shinsuke Nakamura, and that line was insane. So I know I wasn't, you know. People still want to meet him, I, I, I must say. I mean, who else was there? Um, Shit, I'd rather see Shinsuke than Sarah Logan. The hell? No, it, it, 
I didn't have so VIP at the time was Sasha Banks and Bailey, which shout to Chris, um, Chris Novak, who apparently, you know, he got his life yeah. made. Um and who else was supposed speaking, to be there? Speaking of Sasha, speaking of Sasha, uh, we did forget about this. She she's apparently been pulled off or pulled herself off of the of the shows this week. Uh, pulled herself off of Wendy Williams and uh, has left a couple of very 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 cryptic tweets and Instagram posts as well as Bailey. Um, what what do you got to say? Bailey about? too. Yeah, Bailey did. She put up a she, she put up a, a tweet that said at least we at least we stood up for what we believed in or something like that. Her and Sasha were in the picture. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, hopefully it's story related because come on, guys. <laughs> yeah, I, in terms of what I'd say about it, it's just like I hope you know, I feel like they're very passionate performers who take things very, very you know, to the heart in a, in a business. Um, and sometimes the heart and sort of what goes on with the passion and what goes on with the business don't really mix well with certain people when you prioritize passion over business. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm hoping that whatever they're going through, they can seem to overcome um, because we want Sasha on the shows. I hope this is really just a one week thing. Like it's, a, it's very yeah. weird, but Sasha always does this whenever she loses a match. Always. Every single time, like a lot of people have even brought this up. You could see at Mania when when everyone called it as soon as she, you saw her, she had the boo boo face. Yeah, she was not happy to be out there. <laughs> and it's like I, I at this point I don't she, you know she low key had the face during the Ronda match, which yeah. we are we already knew where that was gonna go. You know, it was, yeah, it was you're not winning. <laughs> like, it, like it's yeah. it's crazy. Like I I understand believing in yourself and believing that you should be in these op- in these positions, but sometimes it's it's like I wonder if if like you know and and I'm not privy to everything that goes on behind the scenes, but I'm just I'm just talking about what I what I see you know and I see someone that is featured prominently on TV at least every single week for this right. company, and right. that's why I don't I you know that's why I don't understand. And maybe she could she could. Um, f- like fill us in on what, what's really going on, but it, she's been pretty much radio silent, which is very odd for her. Um, she's always on social media, but she's been very, very radio silent. She canceled the Wendy Williams show, which is, I'm guessing, what was she was so, she was so excited about a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was um, a big look. It's actually a big look for her to be on the Wendy Williams show, especially yeah. as a performer. It's these opportunities that a lot of a lot of other WWE superstars don't, they don't get, get. To be honest with get. you, like she and, gets to be on the BET Awards, she gets to be on the Teen Choice Awards, all those things. And you know, I I think that you know, realistically, it's it's like, how, how do you you know, what what does she really want? And, and you know, it's it's very very weird. Like when the Wendy Williams uh, actually said that it was a family emergency which is, you know, a, something else. It's like, I'm not sure, you know, what, what's going on. Because my thing with the family emergency thing is it doesn't jive with what she was saying on, on social media. Yeah. Hmm. So I just think it's interesting that it not, it's not a family emergency. I don't know if it's, you know, I hope everything is okay with her family or everything is okay with her mentally. Everything is okay with her physically. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it always seems to be this weird thing whenever she loses a match where it's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck's going on? And, you know, I, I, this, this looks kind of, it's, it's weird. I feel I feel like you, this will definitely be a bigger conversation maybe down the line. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, but back to AJ Styles, who we completely forgot about. Oh yeah, AJ. Uh, he sustained the he sustained the injury at WrestleMania. He went on a mixer stream on Xbox uh, a day ago, I believe. He's he's he is now back at home, obviously. And he said that he sustained the injury during the superplex during the Randy Orton match. He said it's not a serious injury. In, uh, serious injury. It's just a soft uh, soft skin bruise, or, or it's like a, a bruise, a soft bruise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's, it's going to require him to take a couple of days off. So he, you know, we should probably not expect him back for. Uh, at least the next couple of weeks and honestly like Smackdown or if he goes to Raw they won't need him immediately so I, I think that they can they can probably go without him for a while mm, interesting alright well you know what best of luck to AJ Styles hope you get better soon that hip injury when I saw the headline I was like you get an old man injury already damn mm-hmm. he's not a he's, he is not <laughs> a spring chicken mm. uh, speaking of not spring chickens or not smart chickens at all uh, Enzo and Cass you said Enzo oh, showed up at, at, at Wallet Mania, so we you definitely knew he was in the city. Enzo um, was definitely there. Let me t- let me tell you this about the Enzo performance, because there was a performance. Um, <laughs> um, I all right, love Wallet Mania. You know what I'm saying, but wasn't the time, wasn't the place. I wasn't personally feeling it. I'm not a fan of Enzo. Um, I'm not a fan of Enzo rapping, and maybe possibly the worst incarnation of Enzo. Um, so I left when he started rapping, but apparently everyone started <laughs> chanting delete when he finished rapping. Like they did the delete thing. And I was like, damn. Good. Turn up. <laughs> damn. You could have been a part of that. Wrong event. Wrong <laughs> yeah, event. Friend to do that. that wrong event. And also yeah. the wrong event to do that at the G1 Supercard. Uh, or it was ROH and New Japan show, which I heard was abysmal. Like, absolutely abysmal. Cyrus, did you get to watch the show? I didn't watch the show. No. I haven't watched I, a single New Japan match. <laughs> yeah, since Wrestle Kingdom, right? I didn't even watch Wrestle Kingdom. Wow. I think uh, the last match I watched was the final, uh, the final to the G1. Wow. Then all like, right. Just had you like, all right, I'm good. All right. I'm, good. <laughs> I'm okay. all the way good. I'm going to yeah. eventually get around to watching it. I, 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 it's just so much stuff that's that's going on, but I'm going to eventually watch it. Uh, they do show they. There's a work shoot angle that I, I'm guessing that they're planning with ROH with Enzo and Cass. They they show up and get into mm-hmm. what they uh, describe as a shoot fight. Uh, which are which retweeted some for some reason if it was real obviously letting you know that it was a work uh and mm-hmm. as came out they jumped the guardrail and were uh they were basically getting into a fight with the briscoes who had lost the match uh and right bully before ray, apparently and bully ray yeah yes. bully ray too and apparently, um, uh, according to people there enzo was duffing the fuck out of the uh the briscoes uh shoot mm-hmm. so i'm like wow uh what's really hood with that <laughs> Do you think this is a smart idea for ROH, who already kind of is trying to rebuild and do it in a positive way w- without the elite? Like, is this a good look for them? I, I think this is absolutely it's very, not. It's very confusing. Yeah. You know, uh, all right, go, go ahead, Stars. Um, it, it's not a good look for them. And also, like, Tama Tonga, who was like part of the match, like, before it like broke out, um, he's like not like happy about like that whole thing at all, especially like it's the ring of honor slash like new japan show and like during the new japan segment always decided to just like cut in you know it's like this this was new japan's time and then you cut it by letting like these two losers in and like tamatanga talks about like how his family was in the crowd how they how they won the match and then the focus wasn't on them you know right no, Which I, I, I can see how frustrating that is. I could see how frustrating that is. Also, Tematonga was also at Wally Mania, and he was off that 
Yeah. <laughs> um, that brown drink. Um, but the end zone casting, I think for in sort of a rebuilding ROH, end zone cast as a tag team are a name. And, and, and while I thought they were on bad terms, to me, it was clear a work They're the broke. moment I saw it. <laughs> because broke. there is no reason why <laughs> both men will be together at a wrestling event, fighting people together. It's obvious that they need to, you know, if they... Cass was getting... <laughs> he was getting... And, and the weird thing was that Enzo was like... <laughs> the weird thing about... thing was that Wally Mania, Enzo said, yo, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm not wrestling. Like, I don't do that no more. Um, mm-hmm. He's broke. <laughs> well, broke or not, they got pretty broken um, at this, you know, G1 Supercard show. Um, it'd be interesting to see where it goes. I mean, you know... I think ROH needs the talent and Enzo and Cass need the money. So it's kind of like, yeah. I think New Japan needs to reevaluate who they work with, uh, America, you know, as far as America goes. Absolutely. Um, I think, I, I, I don't see why they don't just like, listen. But it was, a, it was, a, I get it. It's the biggest weekend of the year. Like, all this is it. But I don't even think they got even like half of <clears throat> nearly attention as they thought they probably would have gotten. The really? biggest MSG in the, in the show got widely panned by pretty much everybody. Mm. I, like, this is the biggest show of your year, and you like debut Enzo and Cass. Like, come on, son. Like, <laughs> And all, like New Japan was doing all the heavy lifting for the show, so it's just like you don't have to do anything else. Just let New Japan take it, because obviously, like nobody really cared about your matches. Like whenever I hear about it, is just just watch the New Japan portion every time. So terrible. Uh, I'll, I'll watch that show and I'll, and I'll give a small, a little short review. We should just watch it for spot callers, Cyrus. You know, no, no. We we could do a brief review before the good show that we will review for the show. <laughs> all right let's go into actual mania weekend stuff we're, we're, we all we are going to be covering the wwe events um first off let's start off with nxt takeover in new york emanating from the the barclays center friday night uh before wrestlemania uh, big big show we did do our predictions last week i think me and mills are pretty much on the money for a lot of them i, I believe I, I think we did pretty well I feel like i, I forgot the only, only time the only thing we differed on was riddle and dream i think well, also oh, and the women the women's match. Oh yeah. my god, boy, did that <sighs> okay? Um, <laughs> NXT takeover in New York, man. I, I can honestly say, in terms of energy from top to bottom, this was it might be the best one out of the bunch that have been emanated from Barclays. And, and I, I've been there live for all of them, right? Um, I've been there live for Bailey versus Sasha, I've been there live for um. You know, the debut of Adam Cole. I've been there live for just everything that's happened. The last Gargano and um, Ciampa last man standing match that ended in a weird way. Um, <laughs> I've been there for them all is what I'm basically saying. But from top to bottom, this one just had the energy and the people were into it from the jump. Absolutely. They were loud. It, it, yeah. it was the best. It was arguably... If, one of the best show, the best show, the NXT takeover in New York. It's been the best New York takeover. I'll say that. I don't know if it tops New Orleans. I can't say it right now, but it's definitely top five for me. Cyrus. Uh, great show, even though I missed uh, a lot of it, but I did went, uh, I did go back and watch it. I thought, it was, I thought it was really great. Uh, I liked the women's match. I loved the riddle and dream. 
Uh, that's probably really up there. Uh, we're, we're, I was puzzled. We're gonna we're gonna get to we're gonna okay. Just like for in their overall thought of the match or the other other show. I thought it was a really good show. Like uh, probably probably like top ten takeovers. I, I absolutely. It's, it, it's definitely hard for me to say. Like like Mill said, if it's better than New Orleans, I think New Orleans is a an all time show. I I don't think anything. Oh, yeah. I don't think anything they'll do will ever top that. And that's okay because it just, just can't be topped. Um, but I do think, honestly, I would give the show, if not close to a perfect, that near perfect grade. I mean, I think there's only one match that I was completely confused about. And we're going to talk about that. But uh, I, I just thought top to bottom, the tag match, I went 5-1. Uh, you know, I went 5-1, two matches on the show. And they weren't even the main event. So it's like, and, and, I, <laughs> and I really feel like I want to give the main event a 5-2. But um, I thought it was great. I, I think that just... All t- as far as all time, I think it's top five takeovers. Honestly, I, I think it's really great, and I'm not even going to wild out. Like if Mills is saying that it's one of the best, or it's the best in New York takeover, I, I would be inclined to agree. Yeah. It's just the, the way that it felt. Like even when Ricochet came out, I've oh never God. heard of, yeah. I've never heard a reaction like that in my life. And then when Black came out, oh, I, I saw Black uh, preparing for his entrance. It's just one of the funniest shits I've ever seen in my life. It's yeah, legitimately <laughs> my man. It literally hops in like you, you know how like you get caught not sleeping but you're supposed to be sleeping yeah and like you quickly like leap into bed and just pull the covers over you that's what how you prepare for his entrance it was so cool um everything was just moving and everything was just it was just like, no it was a there was no breathing room in that show no there was no breathing room the first match yeah. to me incredible um just war raiders and alistair black and ricochet just from top to bottom, just amazing. They were throwing haymakers in that match. Like, it was literally all yeah. the hits. <laughs> that was yeah. psychology, it was, man. It was a story. <laughs> it was great. Like, uh, when um, Alistair and, I think, uh, Roe? Yeah, uh, Roe wasn't the high flyer. Yeah. When, when they're, like, just going at it, and then they just stop... And then he just like the signs of like respect that they showed each other. Right. I was just like, yeah, this match gonna slap. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was so great. Like I, I think like as far as openers, I think it's up there with the undisputed era. Um, uh, only, uh, yes, or, or Lorkin, yeah. Lorkin and um, oh, only Lorkin and Danny Birch. Yeah, yeah it's, it's up there with as far as like opener yeah. tag openers that they've had. Like this match sure. must see. I, I love. I've watched it twice since. Like it's that fucking good. Yeah, um, me too. But, as far as the actual show, uh, I'm just going to go around and start with Cyrus and Emile's. What was your best match on this show uh, on, on TakeOver? The one I enjoyed the most was the, the beginning, the, the first match. I'll say that. Um, another great match to me was that Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle. I did not think it would be what it was. Brutal fucking match. But it was. Yeah. I'll say that. Yeah, I I didn't know what it, what it was, but I it was. Um Velveteen Dream just showed out. Matt Riddle took it to another level, something that we haven't seen from him in NXT, which is what you talked about a little bit last week. That we okay, we haven't really seen heelish. him. Yeah. I mean he he dabbled in a little heelish activities, maybe a little, you know, shades of gray, um, which I'm which I was cool with. Um but yeah, and then, you know. I mean, th- those are the two that really stick out in my mind. The main event was also just another experience. Of, you know, I think we talk about um, just we'll talk, we'll talk about the main event. In a second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what about you, Cyrus? For me, it would uh, be the tag match and uh, Walter versus Pete Dunn. 
Um, oh man, we didn't even mention that. Like that, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. I saw y'all y'all ain't mentioned that, but that match went crazy. Even though there's there's just that one blemish that just like it I'm just like, come on, son, why? And I, I'm pretty sure everybody like agrees, like uh when Walter like goes to the top rope, like even though like Dunn is sleeping, <laughs> he's like out cold. But uh no, nah, that, that match went went hard. That was very violent, uh just heavy hitting. Uh, I did feel it did go too long. For, like c- the match should have ended when Dunn was sleeping after the big boot. Like it should have just stopped there. Yeah. I don't think they needed to do the power bomb or they didn't need to do anything on the top rope. Right. Just, that power bomb should have just came earlier. That power, yeah. the, the power bomb to me was an emphatic way in terms of just like, how do we top the rest of the show? Well, there you go. Um, yeah. That was like an emphatic ending for me, but it just kind of went on a bit longer than I probably think it should have. But I don't, it, I don't, it definitely went too long. I don't want that to be Pete Dunn's signature. Is that he has really long matches? I think it's it's OD. Because there's I, another guy on this card whose signature is really long matches. Yeah, it's it's like yeah. The, my thing, the guy that and, and that guy had a better long match than Pete Dunn did, in my opinion, on that night. But yeah. um, I, I think that like. I don't want that to be his thing because he's not going to be able to do that on the main, on the main roster at all. You know, yeah. like, it's not going to be his thing. I, I think that match would have been great if it was 15 minutes. Um, I, I was actually interested to, to know, like how did that, how did that match feel live? Did you feel as though it was too long? So it definitely, you know, it peaked and, you know, peaked in and valued a little bit. Um, I thought it was too long, um, but I think the people were just ready for it. Everyone was very hot for Pete Dunne. I mean, and yeah. and Walter themselves, like just being there, but in seeing Walter was an experience. But Pete Dunn, people were hot for Pete Dunn, and 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 it only I'd, I'd say his reaction, and maybe Alistair Ricochet might have just tied for second for you know the main event, the the guy in the room who you know did it all. But it's a it it's it, you know for me it went a little bit too long, but I I understand. My my favorite. Um, match of the night was I another match I went five one. Uh I went five one black on, on on um on Dream Riddle. And I think what made me go that high on that match or be so high on it is the fact that Riddle read that crowd. They were turning on him in the beginning. They literally turned on him within the first couple of minutes because the match of course the storyline is Riddle is better. That is a story. And Dream had to squeak by. He, Dream got very little offense. How many moves did Dream get in that match? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like 10? Nothing. Yeah, like, <laughs> it, it looked like a, a longer Brock Lesnar match where it's like Dream, it, but it, it also showed Dream was resilient. But what Matt Riddle didn't do was he didn't try and be a face whenever Dream was getting his heat spots. He tra- yeah. changed the match to become a heel to compliment Dream. And it made Dream look 10 times better when he when the finish finally came because it made him look like more like not only more resilient but more smart and and not moving off emotion and i thought that the match was just set up so well so that even though matt took his first loss it was done in a way that it didn't make him look weak dream didn't pin him with his finisher he didn't tap any of that shit it made matt still look like a monster and it was like okay if he's uncaged this is what the fuck happens i thought it was tremendous match it was just it was the right length of, of time 
Um, Matt Riddle is, I, I thought, if, you know, I said this last week, like Neil said, if you get to see what he can really do, you're really going to be a fan. And I think he probably, he probably turned a couple of people that were kind of unsure about him in that match. So that was my favorite match of the night. I think a, a close second, maybe like a one B I really did like the main event and I really did like the, t- the tag match as well. But the main event was, was really tremendous. But before we talk about the main event, I think the most perplexing thing, I'm very upset about this, this, uh, I don't think I've said it enough. But I'm very kind of upset, or, or really not, or just really disappointed in the the uh, Shanna Baszler, uh, Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, Bianca Belair four way match. I yeah. I do not think that was the right booking decision. It was a great, it was a perfect show going into this damn year until that damn decision. I, what did you guys think about the the finish of the women's the women's title match? Good, sorry. It didn't make no sense to me. <laughs> like I. Like I saw Bianca tap again. Like I'm seeing like Bianca getting choked out, and I'm just like, all right. So when are Kyrie and like Io gonna like show up, or like are one of them going up to the top rope, and we're just gonna like randomly see them like slam down onto her? Like I'm just like waiting for something to happen, or like uh, they couldn't do the like uh, the finish that was like for Dream and Riddle, like where she like rolls over and then like you know pins her because yeah. you know submission specialists just don't know when to fucking let go. Um, so I just watch her tap again and I'm just like, all right, why'd you like shoot Bianca in the foot twice? Now, now when I see her do the undefeated thing, it looks extra dumb to me now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to cut off your point. So yeah. No, like, uh, the undefeated being a mindset thing now, it just, I I never, know you, I I never liked, you just have to understand that you tapped out twice. Right. Right, one hundred percent. It just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it took a, it took a bit of the wind out the sails of an event that was kind of where it was going. Um, to me, the after three very big and and, and I, just in like presence and in like size, you know, matches mm-hmm. women going up after that. They were they had a, a hill to sort of overcome, and you know. The, the finish didn't really do it any favors. And once again, I'm, I mean, I'm a bit Cyrus in terms of just making Bianca tap out again. It didn't seem like the right decision, especially, you know, with what they're hinting for, what's going to happen in a couple of weeks. Um, it didn't seem like the right decision. I don't know why they did it. Um, Shayna Baszler is still NXT Women's Champion. Where do we go from here? Why? Where do, yeah, where like, do we go? Really, really, where do we go from here? Like, they're not building anybody up. They're not even building up the freaking people that Shayna runs with. Like, all they unless did, it's one on one with Yo, but I, I don't know. Like, uh, the four horse women on Shayna's side, like they probably had like two matches, and all they did was like beat people up. Yeah, uh, it, it's again, I, it's reminding me of Oscar. Where there is this, there is a stranglehold of one character that always wins, uh, never looks stupid, never looks like a fool. Like I, I, there were very little points in my match where she actually looked like there. There was like a chance to me where like it was she was gonna lose anything. Um, and I started noticing it around around ten minutes in, and I was like, okay, I, I, don't, I didn't feel as though Shayna was gonna lose this match. It, right. it only looked like Shayna might lose when like Shayna wasn't in the ring right. and then somebody else was in a compromising position. Like, oh, like Shayna might not even be involved in the pinfall, you know. But she was. The, dis- the champion dis- disadvantage. But like, you know, she ever overcame it anyway. And it just doesn't make sense because they're not building anybody. 
I, I think that it, it it was it's the wrong decision, and you know, very rarely do I, I disagree with the NXT decision. Like even the Matt Riddle thing, like we both said last week, there doesn't need to be an undefeated streak. It actually hurts characters in the long run. I think with Shayna, it's like she's been on top and dominant for so long. I don't think NXT should work like that. I think it should be rotating <laughs> very often. You know, yeah. like, even Champa was getting a little bit longer in the tooth with his reign, but we understood why because of injuries, and you know they had to set up for the next takeover and stuff like that. But it was. Yeah, I, I don't, unless this is a long form thing to kind of like, you know, it might be a long form thing to like take Bianca out and bring her back. I mean, I've we've seen them kind of do it before. Um, previous couple takeovers when they did like Asuka and Bailey's rematch or Asuka and Ember Moon's rematch, where they you take them out and then you bring them back in. But just with the reign of Shayna Baszler, uh, it seems like it just should be over by now like we should be anticipating yeah we need some sort of progression for nxt and just for the women's division which honestly in nxt is a little bit stagnant there doesn't appear to be much storylines going on except one there's just a dominant champion and we've experienced this for a number of years now at this point it's, so that, it, yeah. it needs to be a lot more there's a there's a blockage in sort of the flow and there's there needs to be a lot more flow going on with a lot of different things here so yeah i mean it's definitely disappointing um, but Shayna Baszler is still the champion. I mean, can't say that she's a bad champion at this point now. I mean, it's yeah, just like it's good wrestler, but like, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and uh, oh, wait, I just wanted to mention like, if they're trying to like have like Shayna hold it, you know, so you could do like, you know, the four horse women versus the four horse women thing, it's just like that's gonna take too long. I'm sorry, just no, I, get I, it I, off her. I, I does it even need the NXT are. belt for it? I don't think that they are waiting. I just don't think that they know what to do with her if she were to move up. Like I, I don't know what they. I don't know where she'd go because it doesn't even look like she's going to be going up for a while. Honestly, and, it doesn't seem like. And it. it's just like the other two, like because you know we have like Bailey, Sasha, you know Becky, Charlotte. Like we know what they can do individually and as teams, but like what the hell? Like we know Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Like what did the other two like? You know, damn them. Like, what do they do? I don't think about them, honestly. I think I, like, yeah, I don't think they're gonna be fine. <laughs> Marina and, and the Undisputed Era and have Jessamine do her own thing I, if you're not gonna do it, you know, like, just, just give them a match, honestly. Just, just give them a match in general. I don't think they're even at the point where they're like, even it, it should even be a conversation of what they're doing because they're not even like even close to being ready ready at all like they're uh, they're having their intro matches and they look like one looks like frankenstein the other looks like you know not in like looks but i'm just saying like in the ring but marina's a little better i think marina's good when i saw them live yeah marina was definitely the better one well you know what let's, let's get to the main event because let me tell you how brooklyn went up for the man adam cole Oh, like, <laughs> like he was from there. Like he was their son. Like he was the Yankees. Like he was the Nets. Like he was the Knicks. Like he was the guy. It was Adam Cole country in the Barclays Center, and I've never seen so many people just <laughs> want to do the Adam Cole baby. And you, if if you saw that, if Vince McMahon ever saw that, he was like, "Yo, is this the WrestleMania main event for like next year? Like, what's going on here?" Um, it was just the people were ready to see Adam Cole in this position, and the people were ready. 
for Johnny Gargano as well, even though they booed Johnny Gargano a little bit, but they were ready for Adam Cole to be in this place. This is where he belongs, according to the Brooklyn Clara. I really like this main event. I, I think I, I went very close to five on it. Uh, I did rewatch it. I think it is one of... Listen, man, we give him a lot of shit, but there is not a better pure face on this company than Johnny Gargano. Like, he... yeah. He overcame a lot in this match. He was given a lot. I really fucking enjoyed the story that they told. I thought this was Adam Cole's best performance in since he's been in NXT as well. He's really he's really in that next step. That you, I you know, yeah. I, you know, I'll say this. I love I love a good run in. Don't get me wrong. I love a good run in. It makes <laughs> sense. He is a guy with friends. They should run in. That yeah. is it. They have a role. I feel like people who have stables, and if you want to do the over overcoming the odds thing, it just makes for a better story. But the yeah. way Organo just kicked out of it, I felt like it was a little bit too overkill, which has been my crit, you know, crit- oh, my critique of his matches for probably the last year is that in terms of just the overkill, like a finisher should put you down. And yeah, you get out maybe once or twice, but it should relatively put you down. The man kicked out of Adam Cole's finisher. He kicked out a tag team finisher. He kicked out a little bit. He was it was a little bit too much in terms of like I get that he was winning. I think they could have won, but the fact that to me it kind of it's a detriment a little bit to the undisputed era. To be honest with you, but th- I mean this is where they're going with they it. Look, but at the same time, it's just really stupid. Uh, mm. It just—I didn't get it. I didn't. Um, um, oh, go ahead. I mean, just as as far as Johnny Gargano on top, like, was it the right decision to put him on top? Especially if they, you know, yeah. I, I mean, as far as course correction goes, I think it. I mean, it, I'm pretty sure he probably would have won anyway, and, and Champa probably would have went to the main roster. Is that is that what we were to, what, what we we're to think here? Um, one of them would. Um, I feel like. That probably would have been it, to be honest with you. Um, I would have been okay with that. Yeah, because they needed to get the belt off of Ciampa. They, you know, he would be incentivized going to the main roster. He's a great fit on the main roster. Um, John Gargano still has some things to do. He still can put over. There's still plenty of, you know, competition for Johnny Gargano to face as champion and, and make them look good and do all this other stuff. So I could definitely see that going on. So it looks like we got the result that we were going to get anyway. Um yeah. I'm thinking of if Adam Cole would have won, what would have happened? But I, you know what? It's just maybe he doesn't win, and maybe he's fine anyway. But um, Johnny Gargano, man, new NXT champion. I can't, I'm not mad at it. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think either of them were like a bad call. Eddie, everybody was ready to see Adam Cole be champion. Everybody was ready to see Johnny be champion. All right, so let's go in to WrestleMania 35. Long show. Long two show, man. Seven hours. Seven long, hours. Long show, but I think it's probably one of my favorite WrestleManias um, of all time. When it's said and done, probably in my top five, top three at least. I think I think what people don't understand is like a lot of these WrestleManias are like moments. Like the actual show itself, they're mm-hmm. usually not that good. But I thought that this show top to bottom, other than like a couple of matches, and of course you're going to get that. With, with any show, but I thought it was a pretty spectacular show. I thought that all the, you know, everyone brought their A game as far as matches go. Um, I, and I really enjoy even like the, the silly matches like Triple H and Batista. I really, I really, really enjoyed. And I thought there was, hey, man. 
I, I felt really like, like that much. <laughs> I felt like everyone brought their A game. I wouldn't know. I, I I wouldn't put this in my top five WrestleManias. I just wouldn't. Um, I feel like everybody brought their A game. What, what, what isn't it better than other than other than nineteen and X? It's just a personal preference. It's just, it's just a personal preference. I like seventeen. I like um, thirty one. I like nineteen. I like thirty. I like a lot of the recent WrestleManias. I do like. I felt like this one. What I just think there's a lot. There are moments. And that, and that is, you yeah. know, that's perfectly fine. To me, there's a lot of moments on this card. But then, you know, there are other things where you're just saying, huh, that happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, that, that did happen. It's not saying that it's a bad show, but it's just like, okay, there are peaks and valleys. And the peaks the peaks were high. And they were high as hell. And, you know, it dipped and dipped and dipped. It was like legitimately telling Damn. a story where it was just like what dip. What were the dips? <laughs> To me, no, the dips don't mean it's bad. The dips just mean like, uh, you know, it's just wasn't as good as the highs. <laughs> like, for instance, you know, I love the opening to this. Um, the Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar thing. My God. Yeah. The way they sort of brought that in. I, I never thought in my life I would see Brock Lesnar opening a WrestleMania. Just never in my existence. Um, he had to go home, baby. Yeah, well, <laughs> apparently. I mean, as it, that's a weird way to be like, yo, it's WrestleMania. He's like, ah, actually, I kind of want to go home. I've been here for like three days already. <laughs> I want to leave. Yeah, I'm, um, straight. I'm, I'm straight on this wrestling shit. Yeah, I've, I've done a couple. <laughs> I know what happens. I'm not coming to the party. Leave me alone. Um, so I love the way they intro that. And I love Seth Rollins' victory over Brock Lesnar. I mean, one could argue it wasn't clean with the low blow, but it was certainly impactful. And it but, certainly Let me just say that I called it. So what he had to do. Let me just, <laughs> let me just say that I called it. Okay. Last week. And I said, okay. Hey, it kind of seems as though this is going to play into the, the main event, huh? What do you mean? The the low blow. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, yes, yeah. it definitely did play into the main event. It is Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, you called it. I had Brock Lesnar because I am just a person of of habit. I'm just, just a creature of habit. It just didn't seem to go. It just didn't seem like it was going that way. It it really like when you even look at the show on Monday, it just looks as though that this is a, a roster or a company that's going away from part timers like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's mm-hmm. like even looking at the show, it was just Brock, Triple H, and Batista. That was it. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, they're so loaded at this point. Like they're they loaded. They're more than loaded. Like they actually probably need to cut the a little bit of the bottom off. But they're so loaded at this point. Like it's crazy. And, you know, I thought another high point, believe it or not, I don't think people saw this coming, was that False Count Anywhere match. Oh, my God. What do you mean, oh, my God? It was a great, it had a great moment. The, the, the superplex off the top, don't. That was a dip. That was a dip for was me. Great. That was a dip? Wow. Nah. Okay. No, nah. come on. Don't say that. That whole, that, that whole match was, uh, you know, if you listen to Spot Callers, you know I like violence. And, you oh. know. A lot of violence on the show. There was a lot of violence. A lot of violence. A lot of violence. So, you know, I fuck with it a lot. It was a Shane McMahon versus The Miz. I you I, know. I, I didn't think it was going to be a dud. Yeah. Well, uh, I didn't know what to expect, to be honest with you. But they, they did a full count anywhere match. Big mat, big um a big finish to the match. I thought it was really, really good. They were getting their stuff in. I thought it was really, really good. I, I didn't expect it. I didn't expect it. And I, you know, I'm a Miz man. I'm a Miz Mark. Um, I gave uh, I gave a seven I gave a seven stars like I said I would. What <laughs> Shane versus Miz or 
Ballard was actually didn't open the show. Didn't open the show. Let me just be clear that oh, I was, oh, yeah. didn't, didn't open the show. The show. <laughs> didn't open the show. I can admit to that. Yes, I am wrong at this point. Also, it is. Stop. Uh, what did it throw? What did it throw? All that shade. Yeah. I'm wrong. We saw I'm, the demon. We saw the demon. We saw the demon get do some demon things. You feel me? The demon. It Boy. was amazing shot. Oh my god, that shit fantastic. He was in the sky, right? He was in the sky. Yeah, like kind of like a Statue of Liberty kind of thing. Okay. And uh, everybody wants to talk about like uh, like the set and like uh, people's gear. Uh, I didn't like the gear. I don't know. It, yeah, the, the gear is like nobody like came out and nothing extravagant. Like there was probably like some over the top stuff like Billy Kay. Iconic um, gear. They, they, they brought yeah. it on. They look great. Um, uh, yeah, everybody else is kind of standing. Nakamura's, uh, oh, his his long Dante coat. <laughs> this kid was like, man, <laughs> if y'all ain't showing out, <laughs> I love Dante Cry. Man. What about listen, Triple H entrance? How did you feel about that? I didn't like it. I thought it was it, I, it was in a lower tier of his entrances. <laughs> for Batista, sure, lower t- Batista, for sure, lower tier. Batista is now that Batista is now. That he has Sasha Banks entrance for fucking Brooklyn. <laughs> bro, we got the machine guns, bro. Come on. That's also <laughs> true. Listen. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think we we had the call of the century by calling the Iconics to win. <laughs> yeah, we did. Game. Oh, yeah. We did. No one saw that I was not expecting that. No one. I, well, I, 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 I feel as though me and Mills expected that finish because... I feel like we did process of elimination. Yeah, because it couldn't, it couldn't be it couldn't be Sasha Bailey. Like it's like they they have to chase. Like they can't. They're not like they can't have like a dominant. You know, over all of those women. I, I feel like the Iconics needed that. They they were they beat them on on SmackDown. It they had already had the story where they were kind of like ducking them anyway. So you know mm-hmm. why not have that have them? <laughs> this is that's the match that made Sasha damn not even come to work no more, man. So. Oh. You also had another high moment of the show, Justin. Your, yeah. your man, Tony Nice. Listen, if you could have heard me in that hotel room, ask ask Eric, Pat, and Cam. I, I jumped out of my seat when Tony Nice won that match. Okay. <laughs> I jumped out of my seat and yet said, Yes, let's go. Uh, expletives. Uh that's my <laughs> And I'm sure oh. they're looking at Tony Nese like this guy. This, this guy, right. this guy, Tony Nese. It's a different. It's a different vibe, man. Hey, man. Yeah. Did they see the eight reasons? They, yeah, I, I had to tell the eight reasons later, bro. I had to tell the eight oh. reasons a little bit later. Okay. They, right. they let him say that. They let him say that. But uh, shout out to Mark because you know Tony Nese. He's never believed in him, but for, from a 70, 78 overall in, in, in 2K19 to the Cruiserweight Champion, shout out to Tony Nese, man. Be 82 after this hey. year. I fucks with you, bro. <laughs> He about to be different in 20. Oh, wait. In 20, he'll be so different. Can't even, <laughs> can't even pin him. Uh, but let's let's get to the nitty-gritty here. Uh, the two big matches, I, I feel, is on uh, on the card. Uh, Kofi Mania does run wild. Uh, where, do, where do you guys think this match stands in WrestleMania history? I mean, again, I went five on it. I think it was a spectacular match. I think that Daniel Bryan is, is a fucking... Give him all the flowers while he's while he's still here for the amazing heel work. Please, like he did an incredible job for for in making Kofi look like a star here, like a superstar. Fuck that! Like Daniel Bryan did a fucking lot for this match, and I think that it came off very very well. I think it had some of the. I think it might have had a bigger reaction 
than Becky winning, but I, I might have to go back and watch that. But how do you? Where do you guys think this? Everyone's well, asleep by Becky winning because it's midnight and they're already <laughs> nine hours. Um, the the Kofi Kingston Daniel Bryan match, man. It, once again, incredible match. If there's while the the women were touted as the main event for the show, I think everyone will remember this WrestleMania for the Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan match and the moment they created off of that because you really can't get a much better and more organic and much more where the people are completely on the side of the face and adamantly against the side of the heel. You can't get a much more organic moment than that. And um, Kofi Mania, man, everyone wanted it, except Justin. But <laughs> it's a, you know, it, it, just, it was just a force that you couldn't ignore. And, you know, I, I I really I loved it. I love the moment. I'm glad they chose the moment because the moment 100% matters. Um, there, I don't think there will be any sort of race talk. Have you seen the race talk after? Uh, uh no. Have you have you seen the racism thing, uh, Justin? No. I've seen I've seen is is there a black champion or not? I've seen all this other stuff, but I haven't really seen any sort of. Uh, Big race talk. Um, oh, they, they, no, no big, they nipped that shit in the bud, man. No, no, no big race talk. I, I, I think that it's. I don't like to say that things are like a. They're making up for something that happened ten, ten years ago or over a decade ago. I don't, I don't like to say that this was. They were making up for it. I don't think they're making up for it. I think WWE got uh, smarter. Yeah. And WWE got more inclusive, and WWE realizing that it's much bigger. Some moments are much more bigger than professional wrestling itself. And they're able to create some of those moments when they have results like these and giving it to the person who does deserve it at the time. And to be honest with you, even if I feel like if even a Booker T won at WrestleMania 19, I don't think it would have had the effect that um, Kofi Kingston here winning at WrestleMania 35. And I think it's part of it. I think really part of that, result ended up with why it was just a big thing here um and why it mattered to a lot of people and why it pushed to a lot of people like you know booker t was the guest of honor at wally mania and he said a lot of things but he said you know while i am going in as two-time hall of famer this weekend is about kofi kingston because he recognized that you know listen the effect that it has on people and the effect just the bigger purpose of this entire win and i think a lot of people recognize it i think that even daniel bryan probably i feel like daniel bryan was like no give him the bell for sure it's (laughs) like this is the moment and you're not going to have any other moment so many times we feel like wwe has squandered the opportunity and not giving it to the person when it was their moment they did it right this time and all you had to do was wait kids just (laughs) wait Uh, yeah uh cool moment uh let's go to the main event oh wow okay sure (laughs) that's Um, okay okay. we got plenty more kofi mania coming in we're we're this is the my my champion is black arrow of the the day show yeah i mean don't don't skip it like that it was a really good match man It, it was a great moment uh i thought i thought daniel Bryan was gonna kick out no no but I thought it was going to be like another like a uh, elimination chamber kind of situation where it, like Daniel Bryan was just eating them kicks. Mm. And when, when you hear three, man, bring a tear to my eye. It, it brought almost a tear to my eye. I'm not going to hold you. You know, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. 
<laughs> Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> wow. He he not a black man. He wouldn't understand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't see all that, but yes. All right, black man. All right, bro. Cool. Go <laughs> go go off, sis. Talk about this main event. Nice comment. Uh <laughs> Becky Lynch wasn't very good in this match. Um, so here's the thing with this Sloppy. match. To me, this match, the the amount of hype it received and the amount it had to live up to, it, it was very hard. It, it was going to be incredibly hard for it I, to live up. I to. thought it was I thought it was a good Charlotte Ronda match. When Becky got in there, I was I was like, this is not going well. <laughs> I feel like it also would have been a good Charlotte Becky match. And then <laughs> when the times when Ronda got in, you know, I just think there's so much different factors going into this match. And I feel like there's so many different. Like I said, this match would have never looked up to the hype at all. It, it went on. It started at midnight. Yeah, that, that's the thing. It literally, you had to wait seven hours to get to the show. Now I'm kind of like rethinking like how they want to do main events for WrestleMania, but the main event is the main event. Like you're you're not going to get over it. But just the way it went down, um, what happened in it, the sort of exchanges. I don't know if I'll be as quick to revisit this match as I will others on this card, but I do think it was a very significant match. And I mean, at the end of the day, we got what we wanted. I think the result ended up being superseding the actual match itself because once again, the right person won. Yeah. All, all of the right people yeah. uh, pretty much won, won the match when one of the matches that they were in on, on Sunday. I, I just think that um, I don't, I won't say the match went too long. Of course it was the main event. I just feel as though it, it didn't always congeal correctly. I, I don't think it was like the most, very uh, sloppy. it was, wasn't the most crisp triple threat. I'll say that much. It, it, no, was, yeah. it was, it was very, um, and it was, I almost feel like they had a bunch of nerves. Like they were very nervous going into this and we thought, yeah. you know, yeah, this, I can understand that. this leads us into the finish of the match, which saw a lot of people very upset at the end. Um, the show was about to, it was about to be twelve thirty midnight. I'm pretty sure they had to get out. Yeah, it was um, to me. I sucked the air out of the. Everyone was like, "Huh?" Well, yeah. I saw basically the ref intimate to Rhonda and Becky, "Hey, finish it <laughs> uh, during the match," and like. Then, Especially considering it came after that table spot that didn't go as planned either. Yeah. And, and I think, well, a the, lot of nasty bumps in that match. That table spot was sloppy, and it also was, like, very rushed as well. Because they, yeah. I, I think they knew what was going on. It took it took Becky, like, 10 minutes to even set the, the damn table up. It was Right, because I would have, in, in any other circumstances, I feel like they would have, like, set it back up and just, like, no, you're going through the table because this match needs that. Yeah. And, but um, they were just like, nope, roll out. Time to end this, <laughs> and, and, and they finished the match up. Uh, it ended with a crucifix pin. Uh, after Ronda tried to put Becky in the armbar, which had uh, which saw Ronda's actual shoulders they were above the mat, the mat clearly, but the, the ref did count to three anyway. Um, a lot of people think that this was a botch. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I don't think anyone on this show right now thinks it was a botch. I think for the reasons that we've just kind of outlined, like it was very late. Uh, I, I feel as though Rhonda again, not, she's not the, you know, she's not a, a like 
10-year veteran, <laughs> you know, so when the crucifix pin came, she probably accidentally put her her shoulders up. But I thought more interesting than that is that if or maybe she was going into business for herself. Maybe then that's what I was just gonna say. I was oh, like, man. So I put my triple H voice on. <laughs> there was a lot of, you know, you know, animosity between those two, or there might have been animosity toward the finish. I'm not saying, you know, either way, but it's like, why didn't Rhonda or why didn't they book Rhonda to tap? I mean, yeah. I feel, you know what? I feel like that's also a moment in itself. The tapping is a lot more. It's a lot more relinquishing than build. Yeah, it's, if it's you, a lot more difficult. Yeah, like if you build Becky to be like this badass for half a year, Stone Cold didn't crucifix pin HBK. To <laughs> you know, even I mean, to Becky's credit, she says I. She she downplayed wrestling for a lot of weeks, and I beat her with a wrestling move. So, uh, Triple H tapped to Cena, you know. Uh, but uh, Randy Orton tapped to to Daniel Bryan. It, it was, they, they've got so they've got so much stock already. Like Ronda is still a year in. Imagine Ronda well, coming in one year and then she taps. Like it's a especially mm-hmm. considering. I don't think has she ever tapped in. I mean, yeah, I guess she's tapped out. Uh, I'm trying to think from UFC. Well, Either she got knocked out or tapped out. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a big defeat. I think there's, there's another stage. You set up for something, another opportunity to put someone over huge. If you, if you do that, um, you don't want to do that all too quickly right now in terms of tapping. Um, Mm. well, it doesn't help that everybody in that match has a submission finisher. Yeah. I mean, that's how it was just like, that's how they, that's how they equip in the ladies now, man. Come on. Everybody got (laughs) it. Everybody got yeah. a, a chokehold or coquina clutch or whatever. So is this like, you know, like Ronda not tapping when everybody in the ring has a submission finisher? Like it does like look weird. But like if they're saving it for a bigger moment and it's just like, what is the bigger moment? This is mania. Yeah. You know? SummerSlam? Like what's the bigger no, I mean, moment? <laughs> I'm not saying bigger moment, but another no, 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 major no. moment, you know? Shit, WrestleMania next year? Maybe, maybe. I, I can't know. I can't you handle build, this for another year. You gotta you gotta build it up. What if and I, I can't mean, be the main eventing next year either? I mean, I don't think it's gonna be the main event next year, but you got another opportunity with Ronda and you're gonna have another major match. I don't think you want to give away the tapping too early. You can definitely do a pinfall, you can even do a shaky pinfall, and it's like, well, was that even a finish? But well, to have someone decisively beat Ronda. Um, I don't well, think that's gonna have to happen. She would decisively be, and they're not mentioning the fact that her her shoulders are up because that was the finish. Like they wanted it to be shoulders down. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just looked weird. I I, I thought that I I liked the main event. I liked it when Charlotte and Ronda were in it because I think that they they have honestly better chemistry than Becky and Ronda do. I love the energy yeah. of it. I love the entrances. Um, yeah. I love just the overall feel that we've gotten to this point in 2019 where we've made these women's matches feel like genuine main events. Right. Um, it, it's just great. It's to me, it was fantastic. Um, great effort by all ladies. All of them deserve to be applauded. Yeah. All of them deserve a standing ovation. Um, but yeah, the show had to be over, man. New Jersey transit, baby. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. Let's run over to the raw and SmackDown after mania. No big 
uh, I mean, we've had call-ups all year already, so I understand. Most, yeah. These are the lamest shows, lamest yeah. after Mania shows I've seen in a long time. Yeah, very lame duck shows. <laughs> uh, just a quick run-through. Dean Ambrose is done. They 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 not only had someone disrespect his wife, but beat his ass on his way out. So that's that's pretty nice. <laughs> uh, Brooklyn. That's the, that's the best he looked since he came back. So Brooklyn uh, turned on the main event of Raw, which I don't see why they did that. I don't know why they thought that they would get a Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins winner take all match. I just, so I, I don't think, I don't think it was that though. I think it was, they would have rather just seen this, ma- even if it didn't end with like a actual absolute victor. Like I would still rather seen Kofi versus Seth than the bar coming in out of nowhere. And it's like, Oh, we're doing a bar tag team match now. Like every, we see every week. I understand it, but then you know Brooklyn is the Brooklyn is the king of like when we don't like something we let you know about it. I.e., like Universal Championship unveiling and like so well, many different other things in the past. I'll let you know one thing: they they WWE love their money, so I hope they enjoyed those AEW chants. Oh well, go watch Listen, them. They pay their money, <laughs> chant whatever you know, three letters they want, baby. AEW, well, you know, all the all this all the stuff, man. Um. Take Undertaker returned from his fat flat tummy tea excursion <laughs> on Monday night, night after Mania. I love that they didn't put him on Mania. That's hilarious. That was weird. Yeah, but uh, hit, hit away, Justin. Bad Bunny. <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Oh, well, no, fuck him. That's why. <laughs> That's why. You don't need to be on Mania. Fuck him. What's, what's, what's the point? After Mania, I mean, it was like, listen, Taker, we don't have anything for you right now. We had John Cena, Doctor Southern mm-hmm. Alex returning. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had Sami Zayn returning and and uh, pretty much furthering his his uh, turn as a heel. Uh, he is staying heel while Kevin Owens stays a face, which is an interesting dynamic because usually it's the other way around. I saw it coming. Mm-hmm. I, you can tell by Sami's hats if he's a heel or a face. <laughs> and, <laughs> It was a black hat, so I was just like, "Something's fishy with what's going on." Fell on stage. I was like, "Was that planned, or did he do that on purpose?" I don't know. What do you mean? Oh, because he's he's an idiot, man. (laughs) That's why I thought he was going to be face. I I saw the trip. I thought he was back to his goofy self. I saw it. It was it was him being his over the top ass self. Like I get it. Uh, I'm just glad he didn't come out as uh, El Generico. Oh, we 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 forgot we forgot one thing. A big big thing. Um, that we we finally saw the debut, the freak. Oh yeah, him. <laughs> he debuted finally. Yeah. That so long. My silence says a lot. <laughs> what took yeah. him so long? Nice to show up for work. You know. Good job. Good job, but another question I have. What's that? What was that rubber chicken thing about? It's got to be Bray Wyatt, right? You think so? Yeah, it's gotta be Bray Wyatt. It sounded like him. It sounded like him talking. Oh, okay. He had the red Hawaiian shirt like Bray like had at some point. Oh. I, I don't okay. care. I have no <laughs> clue what this is gonna be. I, I'm cautiously optimistic. We shall see. Uh you know another question. Another question. I've got many questions. All we got are questions. I'll I'll just give I'll just spew questions and that's how we review this. Okay. All right. Uh, Dana Brooke, what is going on? <laughs> It's clearly not the Dana Brooke that debuted in uh, NXT. They put, into, uh, they put a floppy disk in her. She got a pop in media. She got yeah, she got a small. Yeah, look. she looked. Yeah, she looked. Uh, she looked good. 
Uh, she looks regular and regular. <laughs> I think we we're getting to the point that, where we're ironically cheering for Dana Brooke now. I don't like I, that. It's the gender. It's, it's the gender all over again. It's, it's better than what she normally puts together. So I just thought, oh, like she looked good because like it's not her getting her ass beat again. You know, she's finally looking dominant at some point in time. Right. Okay. Another question. How do we feel about Lacey Evans doing a thing thing on both shows? I'm glad that they somebody told Becky to sell her finisher on, on SmackDown. <laughs> uh-huh. That was very awkward. <laughs> like Lacey nah, just hits her with the woman's right. Cole is shot like, woman's right. Just hit it. And Becky's just like smirking Becky's at like, her. I have I'm two just championships. Like, you better fall. <laughs> no, she's like, I have two championships. I can't fall. Literally, this is the day after Mania. There's no way I can. And then they had to redo it for SmackDown. I thought that was so like, nah. Um, we'll Be- Becky made it look like a fool. We'll see what happens in ring. Um I, obviously, Becky needs to have her post-mania programs, so I think this is a solid one for her if that's going to be where she's going to go um, for Money in the Bank next month. So mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm fine with that. Um, I will see what happens on in the ring. I, I, I'm one that I think that late, if it's not Charlotte, I'm very concerned about what Becky's going to do with somebody else in there. Um, oh, yeah. so we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll wait and see on, on the Becky and, and, and uh, Lacey thing, but I mean, uh, she's been getting good reviews as, as far as her uh, main event matches and her house show matches have been going. So we'll we'll see if she's actually improved. I, I thought she was actually improving. Yeah, she was improving yeah, so we'll we'll see if she can if she can uh, carry Becky to a great match. Um, another question. <laughs> Lacey carries Becky. Oh, I, I know. I was waiting for somebody to catch. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, another question. In a pocket. Um, did you guys? Are you guys feeling any way? About a Braun Strowman Samoa Joe program. Mm. Do you I'm like the energy? I like the energy. If I liked the, it. If that's the belt they're gonna give Braun, then sure. <laughs> you think it's right up? Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't think Samoa Joe's winning. <laughs> yeah, if that's the belt he's gonna have, I'm all for it. Keep it, bro. Have that belt. I don't know. Um, I, I I just like that energy that like, like you energy. know Samoa Joe brings whenever he like brawls with somebody bigger than him but like once i saw braun Strowman like couldn't like lift him up i was just like oh you going outside joe gotta beat your ass now <laughs> but yeah but they're, they're probably saving it for like the next pay-per-view but i was just like nah that, that looks sad that looked pathetic all right no another this, question lifting up cars flipping over shit can't come can't carry some other joe come on son another Ain't question one more question Actually, it might not be one more, but um, <laughs> how do we feel about anything? Well, who do we think Paige is bringing next week? Uh, it's got to be Kyrie Sane and somebody else. Do you not think it's EO? No. no. Well, like, for, for, I think she, like, did she allude to it being a tag team, like a women's tag team for the Iconics? Yeah, well, it came after. Yeah, it came after the iconic segment. She said okay. she was watching it. She said she got something for yeah. them. Um, um, who who were team like uh, the women tag teams that were like in NXT that uh, the horse women like beat up? Like we have Candice LeRae oh, and Jobbers uh, out of here. No, I mean it might be Candice and EO. To be honest, I mean not Candice. No, Candice and Kyrie. No, no, the uh, it's gonna be Ken. 
Like who was uh, Candace teaming up with? Uh, oh, Casey. Yeah, could be her. Casey's not ready. Casey Castellano. Well, a, a lot of people aren't ready. And, um, you know who wasn't ready? That, that, that just uh, got called up. Oh, that that just got called up. Yeah, who was Shit. ready? I would say out of the whole bunch, I don't think Heavy Machinery was ready, but they, they made it work. They've been there for three years. They're ready. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, she's you know, how you know how I feel about them. Oh, God. Um, you know how I feel about them. Um, you know, that's all the questions I have. Congratulations to the Hardys for becoming old man tag team champions once again. Uh, just pretty much uh, signaling that Usos are not staying in SmackDown very, very, lo- very long. Yes. Uh, the Speaking of that, before we before we get out of here, it's the shakeup next week. The superstar right. shakeup, the 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 best uh, best time of the year, in my opinion. What are who are some people that you guys think should move shows and why? I'll, I'll start. I think that Oscar should move to Raw. I do not think there is anything left for her on SmackDown. I always thought that. If she did lose to Charlotte, she should have just went back to Raw. I, I don't, I, I don't understand why she was even on SmackDown. I think that it was. I'd have to say, as far as the whole year, her whole year on SmackDown goes, I, I have to give it a big fat fail. I think take her back to Raw, rebuild her up again, have her win the Raw title, and and I think that's a better show for her. Um, you know, I like that idea, so I'm not totally against it. I think when when you have these big hey, SmackDown's a weird place. SmackDown, you're either like present and accounted for, or you're like you're kind of there. Yeah. Because they only have two hours in the show, and they kind of do well with the two hours that they have. But sometimes, even though you're there, you're like you're not fully present. Like for instance, I'll say you know Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens currently on SmackDown. He's there. Yeah, was he counted for? I yeah. wouldn't say so. <laughs> um, but if there is any person I'd say is in the desperate need to get off the show that they're on, um, I'm saying let's just split up this Rusev and Shinsuke and Nakamura thing and get Nakamura on Monday nights. I agree. God, please. I agree. Let's get it's where he cut, cut the tag team, he, man. It, it's been SmackDown was supposed to be the place where he kind of like starts and then like figures it out and then he gets to where he's supposed to go. L- and let's like, just give uh, them money. They they just started like working as a tag team like uh, during their Mania match. Like they like debuted a lot of like tag team moves that they were doing. But it's just like nah, cut that short. It's too late for that. All right, right. Um. All right. Well, Cyrus, since we're doing this like move to Monday nights, who would you prefer to move to Monday nights? Uh, Naomi. Um, she needs to get away from Mandy Rose. Yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm just I'm just tired of that whole thing. Like uh, Naomi can just like work with like somebody else on uh, Monday nights, and like they could just kill the whole Mandy thing. I, th- well, I think it's like really getting boring. Monday nights women's division is pretty non-existent. <laughs> yeah. need to, the Raw women's division needs some juice behind it. That's why I think I, I agree, Cyrus. If they move, if uh, even if I think they move, so so they're gonna move her anyway. If they move, yeah. If they move, if they move, Oscar. There's now you have like a reason to have competition because Oscar is no, nothing without the competition. Like she she is unless she has matches, there's no point on having her. She's not backstage fodder. She's not hot girl that you just see backstage chilling with the guys. There's time. For, there's time for her on Raw. Right, right. So there, there, there's it's domination on Monday Night Raw. Um, so I definitely do think they should do that. Now, who would be maybe we'll go 
uh, well, let's just do who we would move to Monday nights. Let's finish up who else will we move to Monday nights. All right, I'll go back again. I th- I think as far as moving to Monday nights, I I mean I think this has pretty much been a uh, I- I'd say a, a kind of like a something that might kind of be controversial. I-, I think Randy Orton should go back to Monday nights. Mm. Ooh, I ha- I had him on my list, but I didn't pick him. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think Randy Orton should go back to, to Monday nights. I think I that like he has a schedule with Tuesdays. <laughs> well, here's my, thing. well, here's my thing with that. I feel like if he's finishing up, there are a lot of uh, mid card to upper mid card and build on up upcoming guys that are uh, that would need somebody of, of, of his stature on that show that he could he could kind of dance with. Uh, yeah. I think if Alistair Black or Ricochet are there, or you know both of them, that could be someone that they could dance with on that show. Right. I, I do believe Randy yeah. is probably all his moments and all these things you remember him for been on Monday nights. So move for him to Monday nights would not be the worst thing on earth. I, yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm for it. Um, hot take. I'll say this a hot take for my answer. Daniel Bryan. I'm with oh, it. Fuck. I had him on my list. I'm with it. <laughs> I'm with it. That's who. That's who I had. Daniel Bryan. You already have the Kofi Mania thing. You kind of don't want to. Um, bounce back and sort of re try to rekindle that magic. Let's just get him off the show. Something completely yeah. fresh. There's a, there's a new universal champion waiting in the wings that could use a very strong opponent. We have not seen Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryan in a main event sort of capacity yet. But let's make it happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm, I'm that's, that's, that's what I had on my list. Well, what else you got on your list? Uh, I had Braun uh, to move to SmackDown. Um, we, I, I think you want to move to raw just before we, I'm trying to get all the raw. We move into raw. Uh, uh, I watched a match with Tony storm earlier today. Uh, I think Ginny, I think there needs to be some NXT UK kind of representation Mm. to just like, you know, let them know, like, cause I don't think anybody has been like called up from NXT UK yet, unless, you know, like hmm. Pete Dunn's all the way or something, but I think, uh, the UK does need that representation. I was going to ask who we thought should move up from the, from the v- developmental, but well, after- we can, yeah, we can do that after let's, let's get the raws. We'll do the smackdowns and then we'll do the yeah. call ups. But I think if there's any, I mean, I think Naomi sh- should certainly be moved to Monday nights. Yes. I think, um, mm-hmm. um, let's see. Honey, Carmella could go too. I think Carmella would be a good. Yeah, good. Fuck you it. think Carmella and Truth? I think you do it as yeah. a tandem. Carmella yeah, and Truth. Them. Carmella and Truth. Seven second dance break. To me, Carmella has done everything that she does on SmackDown. She is done on SmackDown. Let's move her to Monday Night Raw. I'm also yeah. thinking you keep you, and Charlotte on the same show. I think there's got to be a big, uh, a big move there with right. the women. I, you cannot have Becky and Charlotte on the same show. So does Becky go to Raw? Is my question. I think Becky goes to Raw. I think Damn. Becky goes to Raw. I think um doesn't Becky, go to Raw. Oscar, Naomi, Carmella go to Raw on SmackDown. Well, we we'll talk about SmackDown, but I also think one more AJ Styles. I think he stays on SmackDown. He stays. Um I've also been flirting with Damn. the idea of splitting up Sheamus and Cesaro. It kind of feels like it's over for them, huh? Right. It feels like it, yeah. especially after this week. It kind of feels like it should be over for them. Um, it doesn't really need to have this big explanation or big blow up. They can just kind of go their separate ways. But I do feel like both don't benefit from 
like Sheamus will have something to do. Sheamus is a former world champion and things like that. Cesaro is a different story. Cesaro will likely seldom be used he, and probably end up back in a tag team. He he can be, you know, he could strive for a singles championship, but like, you know, it is what it is. Like uh, him and Finn Balor could turn up, uh, him and Joe or him and Braun if, you know, Samojo loses it, you know. I, no, I there, don't. There's I'm, a lot. That's one person I don't think is moving at all. I think Finn is staying staying put. Well, let's talk about moving from Raw to SmackDown then. Who do we got moving from Raw to SmackDown? Braun, please. Uh, <laughs> SmackDown man. is two hours. We get less like Braun Strowman shenanigans that make him look really strong. Like there's no like SmackDown does not have time for him to be tearing up cars or fucking around with grappling hooks. No bullshit like that. It's just gonna be used. Just brawn and, you know, get these hands. Simple as that. No more shenanigans. I think brawn on SmackDown would be a great idea. I think um, it's a new environment. And, I mean, he could be used in different ways. I mean, it's really a crapshoot, to be honest with you. It's either he's used very, very well or he's not. Like, or he ends up being, like, Natalia's brother or cousin or something. I don't know. But um, I think... Braun Strowman to SmackDown is a great idea. I'm thinking. Um, Damn, that's kind of crummy. Um, who would I give up? Let's see. I, we... I think that from I think they're gonna put Mojo. Uh, I think they're gonna put Mojo to SmackDown. I would just just take him, take him. Yeah, yeah just give him. No, no, I will not take him. <laughs> No. Um, let's see. Have we have we thought about maybe Drew McIntyre? If he's not injured, sure. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. <laughs> yeah. That, mm. He. It's rumored that he's injured. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Everybody's. Uh, I think during the tag match. Damn, that's crazy. Okay, I hope he's not injured. God bless. Um, damn. That Drew would work, but I mean that would completely take that would like Seth needs he needs dance partners. So I think a lot of the heels on SmackDown are going to move over, like Randy included. Big Bobby, Bobby to SmackDown would be dope. I I think that like if that that gives gives Leo more more like we could possibly see Leo and Rey Mysterio if that's the case. Right, Bobby would be great. Bobby's been on SmackDown before. Um, he feels just right on the blue brand. I mean, he feels right on any brand, to be honest with you. I mean, but he's lost in a Continental Championship. It doesn't look like he's getting it back anytime soon. There's a uni- United States champion for him to contend with in Samoa Joe. There's a couple other, you know, dance partners he can roll with. I'm talking about, you know, Mustafa Ali, a lot of different things. So we could potentially see that yeah. as well. All right. Um, so what about Sasha or Bailey? Which one are you putting on SmackDown? Sasha. Let her live her Eddie Guerrero fantasies, man. This is her time. Bailey. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bailey. You know, I can see Sasha. I, Sasha Sasha on SmackDown makes sense. It makes way more sense than Bailey. What do I see them doing? Bailey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just feel like um Bailey. So here's the thing. Bailey SmackDown gets that big face. She gets a lot more opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh she gets to play around if they do the Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville thing. I think she's someone who can be a dance partner and also someone who lends himself. It's not like sort of being selfish in the ring. She's someone who wants to make her competition better. She's 
gone through this in NXT where she's like, she's had to face all these girls and sort of bring them up to her level. I think she can do it on SmackDown as well. Um, I think if you move, if you keep Charlotte on SmackDown and you move Sasha, we get a chance to get that series again. And I think that's something that we haven't seen in a while. And I think a lot of people will really, they really like that if they got to see it again. I think they should just turn Sasha heel already. I think that's what she's waiting for too. But I mean, here we go. Um, Damn. You know what? There's not a lot of like major real estate on Monday Night Raw that I would like sacrifice. Roman? Nah, Roman to SmackDown? Never. What? I think I just think uh, that Roman's probably partially part time right now. I, I think he's not really ready. I think they just wanted him to have that match. Mm-hmm. I do not think Roman's ready though. I don't think he's ready for like a full time thing. I think they oh, should. doesn't even have to be full time. So what do you think about? Well, oh uh, wait, go ahead. I'm thinking. Do, so there's a lot of women opportunities to move to SmackDown. Um, there's Alexa Bliss, which I think. They just need to do. Um, There's also Nia Jax, which is a little bit different. Wow. That actually is a good idea. That might actually revitalize her in a lot of ways. I think she's she's been on Raw pretty much her entire career. She doesn't really have any sort of SmackDown roles or just SmackDown Blue or anything like that. I think SmackDown would be great for her. I also think... I don't know. I wanted to say Ember Moon, but I think Ember Moon on Raw is pretty still has she still has a lot more things to accomplish on Raw. And if Oscar's there, it gives you that series again. Yep. Um, um, also, uh, like the last set of call ups, they haven't really been assigned a brand yet. So yeah. like, Nikki Cross needs to like find somewhere. Well, let's yeah, let's do that. Let's do. Oh, these I think wrestlers. We got we got EC three. Where do where do we think he's going? Raw. Raw. I'm gonna go raw. SmackDown, he would not be used. Nope, <laughs> not at all. He'd be nope. in catering. Samoa Joe would eat him and spit him out, and everybody else would too. Lacey Evans. It seems to be. It seems to me she might be on raw. Yeah, I think she should stay on. I should, she should be on raw. Yeah, she should stay on raw. Um, yeah, honestly, I think all of them just should be on raw, except heavy machinery. What about Laura Sullivan? SmackDown. Uh, if uh, raw, 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 raw. Right. So if they're if they if they're gonna trade Braun, they don't need to be on the same show. Okay. Um, he cross. SmackDown. Raw. I'm just gonna go with SmackDown. Um, uh, my but, my reasoning would be is that uh, there was that one like weird video package where like Nikki Cross is like, like oh like Alexa Bliss is like hosting like mania and she like seems very interested in that so i think they might do like a nikki cross like alexa blisting uh in some point in time that's why i think she might I, I, I would actually bang with that um heavy machinery smackdown smackdown but i do think they would look good with uh i think they'll be i think they would like look good or like uh what is it Kerr hawkins and they can play off each other right now uh, two moments of truth. Yeah, Alistair I know. Black. Alistair Black. Fuck. Alistair Black. Where does he go? Raw. Wherever Finn is. Raw. <laughs> raw. I need to see. It. I need to see the icy title. I'm gonna say Raw as well. Now and then Ricochet. Smackdown. 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 Absolutely. I could see he, Ricochet with the would. WWE title by the end of the year. Yeah. Ooh. I could see it. I really could I like that. 
I mean, there's money in the bank coming up. Yeah, I think yeah that shit going to bang. <laughs> um, who, who else do we got here? Is there anything else? Call-ups. Yeah. Are you going to do any call-ups? Um... It does. It's not. You know. I would say. I would say to everyone in terms of who's expecting a call up. A call up isn't guaranteed because of how many they've done already. Yeah. But if there is a call up, what do you think should happen? I feel like the NXT spoilers have kind of like already like. I already hmm. said earlier, uh, Ginny. I think uh, there needs to be women on uh, like more women on the shows. So uh, because I think a lot of the matchups are starting to get stale. Like. We've seen like the Riot Squad. Uh, She's having something with uh, Piper that just signed with uh, NXT UK. So I'm going to. Yes. So. We didn't even talk about the Riot Squad. They're like. Uh, (laughs) No one could come. I mean, I'd I'd split them up, but um, there also isn't like. You split them. I think you just knock out, you know. I think you knock out Ruby Wright from their team and just let um, Sarah Logan and Liv Morgan kind of live as a tag team for a little bit. Um, whatever, whatever they were hinting at during like uh, the Battle Royal, uh, I think they could stay on Raw. There's more time for their shenanigans and like uh, you know six man. Sonya Deville, so. Deville and Mandy also seem like there could be splitsville, and I wouldn't mind to see either one on different rosters. Um, it looks like they're that. kind of improving in different ways. I think Sonya more so while Rhonda's out, I think Sonya can at least get <laughs> more eyes on her in terms of like uh, ultimate fighting person. Um, <laughs> and yeah. They, 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 in two seconds. yeah. So I think Duh, they that could, shit looks so bad. I think they could do that. Um, and then, you know, Mandy Rose is Mandy Rose. She's becoming a character in her own right. But who are we call, yeah. calling up? I, don't, I mean, we don't, have to, I don't think we need any we don't call need up. Any, we don't need any call-ups. We got, we don't we got what, eight call-ups? Yeah. And they haven't, like, been officially, like, assigned a brand yet. Uh, I, I think that we're fine with I like your NXT UK thing, though. I do think they need representation on the main roster. So I could see a Pete Dunne like, or a... Or Pete Dunne, Mustache Mountain, Mustache um, Mountain, British Strong Style, just all four, uh, all three of them in general. Um, coming as a, coming as a, um, hopefully, I mean, they could come in as a stable and see how it works. Uh, if they come in as a stable, I'd say Monday Night Raw because SmackDown doesn't have time for any of that stable shit. So, yeah, yeah. what's up, Sandy? Oh yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> um few things i mean i think we can wrap this up i would love if everyone who sort of listens to the show um you can add rnc live you can add myself at meals tv you can add uh, justin at og johnny five you can add um cyrus at h underscore visibility and let us know who would you want to see move to you know another roster as the shakeup is on the way um yeah let us know before monday night um (laughs) and yeah and just let us know for sure, and we, we'll be back next week with a full rundown of all of these shenanigans, including the Superstar Shakeup. It's going to be yet another show where we are scratching our heads at their decisions, I'm sure. Uh, but it's very <laughs> see fall and then and then do the retake over again, and yeah. that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I just yeah, in there. don't think I forgot. I literally have not commented on that match. I didn't. I thought it was kind of. 
Batista versus Triple H was like that long match that Triple H always does, and it's not always I, amazing. I, it, it was different though. I I like that it like wasn't like too. Yeah, it wasn't like they're not wrestling. You're like no, that wasn't I mean, like, like part of the deal. <laughs> hour five of a seven hour show. I like that it was different, but then it's also like, yo, this is actually done wrong. <laughs> They, but uh, did I not say that they're sitting around, sitting around breathing heavy? Yeah, <laughs> breathing hard. For the episode. Breathing hard. But yes, take take us home, Justin. Yes, sir. As always, uh, you can follow us at RNC Radio Live. Uh, we have so many different podcasts coming. We have spot callers coming this month. We are uh, reviewing, we're reviewing Joy Janela's Spring Break two. Correct. Yeah, two. And I, I said this on the show last month, Mills. I said that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna watch this with us this month. Yeah, yeah I'm there. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> we are, we're I gonna, like how he hated it so much. It was like, oh fuck, another podcast, bitch. <laughs> uh, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have that on Spot Colors this month. But of course, this week in RNC, we have RSPN with a brand new episode with Cam from Late Fees on it. We also had a a newer episode of Late Fees last week with uh, John Hughes and uh, his movie Sixteen Candles. Uh, Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So uh, shout out to Don Cheadle and Shea Serrano. We need you on the show. Just go ahead. Just don't even front. I know you're probably not listening to this show, but just to let you know, you know, you're very welcome to be on the show. We also have the Perfect Play podcast with Huey, and we we're we have a playlist coming this week too. What was that? We have a playlist coming this week too. We have a playlist coming this week. No, so playlist coming. Listen, it's finally it's Brian's time, baby. It's Brian. finally his moment. Brian Jimenez. <laughs> Jimenez, man. Come on. <laughs> we have a playlist. It is called Siempre Flow, Nunca Un Flow. See how oh, I did that? Oh, okay, Beals. Okay. What does that mean? What that mean? It means... And it's better than mine. I live in Miami. That's crazy. <laughs> always flow, never on flow. But he's coming, you know, if you like reggaeton... This is it. This is our first Spanish playlist. I'm I'm very happy if people support it. I feel like we, you know, we're getting in touch with different cultures and different nationalities and things like that. And just want to give a shout out to Brian who uh, who delivered with this. I've been listening to it all day. I'm enjoying it. I've forwarded it to all my friends who love the music. So yeah, keep playing it. And yeah, it should be out. Siempre flow, nunca un flow. So yeah, all right. And that is everything. In the world of RNC, make sure that you subscribe to us or square the hell up. We are on every format. Like Mrs. Dad. Ugh. Say what? Like Mrs. Dad. Oh, man. We should have made that the Mrs. Dad. We should have made that the oh, But uh, yeah, subscribe or square up to the to the A-Show RNC Network. We are, you know, as always, we have some new shows that, we're go- that are going to be debuting very imminently uh, for the network. But as always, you can check us out every week at the A-Show and check Spot Colors out every single month. I want to thank Cyrus for... Uh, joining in on the show today, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a wrestling fan's uh, favorite holiday. For so sure. I had to be here. WrestleMania weekend. And with that, we put a bow on this whole weekend for Meals and Cyrus. I'm Justin. Until next time, peace. My champion is black. Oh, I'm cutting this off. <laughs> no, no more happy Rusev day. <laughs> no, my champion is black. It's a new era. It's a new era, baby. It's a new era. Yeah, fuck that Rusev shit. All right, bye. <laughs> <laughs>